Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to be about to go live on Instagram, just waiting for people to join and then we'll get stuck into their questions. Obviously, grand final week, so plenty to talk about. G'day guys, welcome on. Uh, send your questions in, whatever you want to talk about. Grand final, World Cup, kangaroos, whatever it might be. Send some questions in. Recording on the podcast, obviously, so all will be available tomorrow. Para Eels, PG, Guru the Goat. Don't know about that, mate, but uh, have a cracking week, you Parramatta Eels fan. Unreal. Guru, how are you? Going well, thank you, mate. This on the potty. Yeah, we'll be, Gaz. We'll be there tomorrow. Uh, Beer Bloke 86, up legend. Thanks for a great year. Thank you, mate. Appreciate your support. Coop, welcome on. Fortnite reviews, welcome. If Obajik is healthy, does he play over Simonson? Uh, I think so, mate. I think he's been really good this year. Um, Obajik, I've been a huge fan of him, uh, but you want to make sure he's 100%. And probably eases it a little bit that Simonson did such a good job last week. I, I really didn't think they were going to play Simonson. I thought they were going to play Maratane Kore in the centres for sure. I would have put any money on it. Um, but Brad Arthur... He went a little bit different there and it paid dividends. I thought Bailey was sensational. So I think Obachik only plays if he is 100%. I think there's, if there's any doubt in the back of his mind, I think he's a pretty selfless guy, Tommy Obachik. So uh, I don't think he'll play unless he is 100% confident he can get through the whole thing. Uh, what's the Goss and Cooper Johns leaving Melbourne? Haven't heard anything. Sorry, mate. Not too sure. Power Wonders 12. Sevo first try scorer. Jeez, can you imagine the crowd would erupt if Sevo crossed for the first one? I think that'll be the first leg in a lot of same-game multis out there. Uh, who you got for any time try scorers in the grand final? Haven't really gone through it yet, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to go through it over the next few days and have it on the preview and stuff. Where does Cleary rank if he goes back-to-back Clive Churchill's? This has been my question for a while, Clint. Uh, he is quickly jumping up that ladder of the greats. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's only about halfway there when you consider all of them. But 
I mean, if he manages to win a Clive Churchill, he goes back-to-back. He'll be the first person to win back-to-back Clive Churchill medals since Brett Kenny, and that was before it was even called the Clive Churchill medal. So pretty incredible. He's doing it at a very young age. It should be noted as well. Brett Kenny did it when he was 21 and 22, so he was even younger than what Cleary is. But I think doing it in the modern age at the age that he he is at, fucking unbelievable. So, yeah, if he, if he gets another Clive, I'll tell you what, there's going to be a lot of very upset people out there. How is Kyle Labart not in an NRL team? Yeah, he's uh, he's been around for a long time, Kyle, and he just hasn't managed to land a spot anywhere. It's a bit bizarre, but every time you see him for PNG, he goes good. Why do you doubt Para so much? I've doubted them because they've they've never delivered. Uh, I mean, I've, I've just called it as it is. It'd be much easier for me to go on content and sit on the fence and say maybe they will, maybe they won't. I didn't think they were capable of doing it. Last week was the first time in a sudden death game when it was on the line they stood up and they owned the moment. So credit to them, Parramatta. I think guys like Dylan Brown, I think guys like Clint Gutherson, they've turned the corner now. I think they'll take a lot of confidence out of that win. I don't think they'll win on Sunday, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think that this Parramatta side, I thought losing Reid and Isaiah Papali'i, I thought it would be a train wreck for them next year. But now that these guys have got the confidence and they've shown they can do it on the big stages, it changes things a little bit for me. So that was the only reason, mate. There's nothing against Parramatta. If people think that I hate Parramatta or whatever, I don't. Just the facts were that they hadn't delivered on the big stages at any point realistically, and um, that's where you have to win comps at the end of the day. So that's why I was doubting them. Uh, But, I mean, there was also... 15 other teams that I didn't think could win a competition this year. So it wasn't just Parramatta. Um, Love your work, Guru. Thank you, mate. Uh, Josh Witheridge, biggest disappointment of 2022. Uh, Biggest disappointment for me was probably the Broncos at the back end. I think that if you would have said to me at the start, they'll finish the ninth. I would have said that's a cracking season, but considering what they showed us during the year and then to finish ninth, uh, Brisbane were pretty disappointing for me. I thought the Warriors were a big letdown as well. They obviously had a lot of things go against them as well. Um, The Tigers, I mean, fuck. I know they had injuries and whatnot, but I just think they made so many poor decisions throughout the year that were really costly. The other one I'll throw in is Canterbury. Uh, I thought they'd do better than what they did this year. Towards the back end of the season, they showed what they're capable of doing, which is great to see, but I don't understand what on earth they were doing in the preseason uh, without a halfback and whatnot. But I'm sure they've learned from those mistakes. They'll be ready to go next year. Do you think Samoa has a better lineup than Tonga? One of the boys posted the Samoan squad in our group chat today, and I had a quick look at it, and he said, oh, do you think this team will beat England? And I looked at it and went, fuck, I, I think they'll give the Aussies a shake. I think people are underestimating um, how much we're going to lack in the front row and how much these other teams are going to really compete with the Kangaroos in the front row. So, yeah, I think Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand. I haven't seen the English side yet, and I don't know as many of those guys, to be perfectly honest with you, but I think that the Tonga and Samoa side, they're going to really give this World Cup a shake. And I probably think the Tongan side is slightly better, but the Samoan side has got, um, obviously, the 5'8", Jerome Luai, who the Tongan side, they've got a few good halves. A lot of it comes down to a moan, very young shoulder. Isaiah Katoa might be there. Uh, they might go with, like, a, a Lola here in the halves. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to go about it, but I think both these teams are top shelf, and I cannot wait to watch them go around. Hey, Guru, what time are you coming out the live show on Sunday, Lockie? Uh, myself... Timmy and Kempi will be on at 4.30, I believe. I think it's around about the 4.30 mark. Uh, and then I think that Tom and Eddie will be joining Kempi at around about 5.30, 5.15. I think we'll go for about 45 minutes or an hour. We didn't get to preview the grand final on the Monday show this week. We sort of ran out of time. Kempi had an, uh, something he had to go and do. Uh, so plenty to talk about on Sunday. Really looking forward to it. If you are there, make sure you come up and say hello. Come and have a bloke. 
Uh, where does when does Supercoach for 2023 open? Fuck you, keen, my guy. Uh, I think it's normally like around about uh, Jan 30th or something. It opens, mate. So myself and Timmy Williams we were talking the other day. We'll be back into beers and break evens on about mid January. So plenty of content to come there. We actually dropped our last episode earlier today. If you want to go and have a listen or watch it on YouTube. Has Cleary been the best half this year? Um, I think Benny Hunt's been fantastic. I think Nico Hines has been fantastic. I think if Cleary would have played all games, probably a little bit of a different story, but I think Hines has been incredible all year, as has Ben Hunt. So I'd go for one of those two, to be honest with you. So Jacob Arthur over Cartwright, how can that be real? Yeah, mate, it doesn't really make sense to me. I'm not quite sure why they're carrying Jacob Arthur. Uh, I've defended him all year, and I think that the way that the Parramatta fans were booing him and stuff, I think that's uncalled for. But as I said that day, I wouldn't be picking him in this side. And I don't know, I thought it was pretty telling for me the other day when uh, they were the, the game where Mitch Moses got the HIA with about 20 minutes to go, uh, with about 25 minutes to go, he came off for a HIA. They were up by 24. They put Jacob Arthur on the game against Canberra. And instead of leaving Mitch Moses on the sideline because they were up by 24 points, they put him back on and took Arthur off. So I don't know. It seems to me they don't overly trust him in big situations. So why on earth they're carrying him on the bench when he can only play halfback? I don't know. It's beyond me. I, I just can't work it out, mate. So I agree with you. I'm not sure how it happens. When does the grand final preview come out? All be coming out this week, mate. Stay tuned for it. Plenty of content coming. Opachik has been ruled out already, hasn't he? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was actually in the extended today, mate. Not not quite sure. Uh, Cooper, Guru, got my hat today. Unreal, brother. Love the quality. Thanks, Coops. I appreciate it, mate. Yeah, they are good quality. We spent a bit of money on it, sort of cut our profits a little bit. Uh, but we wanted a really quality hat for you guys. This one here, they are still available on the website, uh, rugbyleagueguru.com.au, if you'd like to cop one. Uh, final score, Guru, mate. I've got Penrith. I think they win it tight. I think it'll be a close one. I think they win by about eight points, mate, would be my prediction. Uh, Nathan Brown, thoughts? Yeah, it's an interesting Ewan. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he's there, but I don't mind it, to be honest with you. I've always been a huge Nathan Brown fan. I've never really understood why he hasn't been in the team all year. I absolutely love him. He's a dog, and he just fights for every inch. So he's the sort of guy I'd be happy to carry into this grand final. Match fitness is another question. I don't know how much he's played New South Wales Cup and all that. I'll do a podcast on it tomorrow and do a bit more research and see how much footy he's played recently. But, I mean, regardless of how much New South Wales Cup you've played, big ass to come in against the Penrith Panthers in a grand final. He is an experienced guy that's played Origin before and everything, so I'm sure it'll be okay, but it's a very interesting one. Um, I, I don't mind them bringing him in, though, mate. I, I think that he is... He's one of those guys that would just be a pain in the ass to come up against. I've always loved Brownie, so I don't love it. It doesn't make a heap of sense to me, to be honest with you. I don't know why it's taking this long for him to get back in the side, but I don't mind it. Um, but boom, Blake will be playing wing. Cleary's going to bomb him away. Yeah, I'm sure he will go at him, mate. And... Um, yeah, don't write off Wonga Blake. He obviously had a poor night the other night, but give him a chance to redeem himself. This is what grand finals are all about. Uh, all form and everything goes out the window. So I'd be backing in uh, Nathan Cleary and his boot in that situation, obviously. Uh, but give Wonga Blake an opportunity to stand up and show what he can do. Because uh, I think his defense has been pretty good over the last few weeks. I, I keep saying every week he'll get caught out this week. He'll get caught out. He'll get caught out. Uh, he's made a, a number of pretty good plays over the last few weeks. Uh, dark horse for the World Cup. Probably Tonga or Samoa, mate. Um, I mean, I don't think I could call the Kiwis a dark horse. I think their team's a cracker, but I don't think they're really a dark horse. So I'd probably go Tonga or Samoa. I imagine the Kangaroos and the Kiwis are the red-hot favourites for it. What para players will make the Aussie squad? I think Sean Lane will make the squad. I think Regan Campbell-Gillard will make the squad. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Maddo's there, but he's probably going to need a pretty good grand final because our back row is pretty stacked. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Gutho goes uh, just because he's got utility value and he can cover, cover a number of positions. I don't think Mitch Moses makes it. I think they probably go DCE clear and then they'll probably have Hunt and Nico Hines potentially in front of Moses. But... If he comes out on Sunday, wins a grand final, gets a Clive, might be a different story. Uh, I don't know if Mitch would want to go anyway. They obviously had his child last week. So, interesting one there. But I think Sean Lane goes. I think that Regan Campbell-Gillard goes. And I think the Gutho is a chance to go as well. And a longer shot, uh, Matto potentially. Uh, Brent Reid thinks that Moses and Munster are both Tigers targets together. Is there a world where the uh, Tigers... No, I can't see that happening, mate. I think, uh, I think Brent Reid's looking for a couple of clicks there to be honest with you uh, I have Appy for the Clive yeah I don't mind it um, obviously you look through the history of the Penrith Panthers last year Nathan Cleary he got the Clive Churchill medal the grand final before that 2003 uh, Lukey Prittis got the Clive Churchill that night I still think it's the best individual performance by a player in a grand final ever incredible game from Luke Prittis that night then you go all the way back to 1991 the Clive Churchill medal winner that night for the Penrith Panthers was of course Roycey Simmons so there is a bit of history there uh, even if Eels lose, is this choking nonsense over? I think so, mate. I do think so. I think last week was a game that Parramatta wouldn't have won in the past. And I think people will push back on that. But fuck it. When in the past could Parramatta have come from an eight nil from an eight-point deficit to win with 20 minutes to go? It's just not been who the Parramatta Eels are over the last few years. So I think they have turned a corner, which is great to see. Uh, what have we got? Catch up for a chat after season. Yes, mate. I know you keep messaging me. We'll hook it up after the uh, after the grand final and everything. Okay, mate. I appreciate your patience. Thoughts on Madge going to Canberra? Yeah, I saw that. I sort of had a bit of a giggle to myself. Could you imagine how keen, like, you'd be petrified to play a poor game to walk into fucking Madge and Ricky Short? I couldn't think of anything worse. Uh, what's your thoughts on Moses Leota? Very underrated prop. Criminally underrated, mate. Uh, very, very talented. I'm a huge fan of him. I just don't think he gets the raps that he deserves. I think there's so many other front rowers in this competition that are bigger than him, faster than him, got better offloads and everything, but he is just consistent as all hell, and he's so reliable. As I've said a few times, reliability, so underappreciated in our game. Does Parra have a chance against the Panthers? Of course they do, mate. They've beaten them a couple of times over the last few years. I think they are the last team that Penrith would want to play in a grand final as well. Uh, but yeah, I just think grand final experience is really really, really important. Uh, you listen to all the greats talk about that you can play your grand final in the week leading up to it. Um, and I'm a little bit worried about that with Parramatta. Just thinking off their squad off the top of my head, I think Matto is the only one that's featured in a grand final. I could be wrong. Actually, it's Matto and Bailey Simonson. So they're the only two, I think. So compare that to the Penrith Panthers who have... I think Tungo, who's playing his first grand final, and Jamin Salmon, I think everyone else played last year. Uh, it, it's a big ask, and a lot of them played the year before as well. So they've experienced the first year. They got a few things wrong. I don't think it really hit the media, but they got themselves in a little bit of trouble that week, uh, and they learned from their mistakes. And last year, they bounced back in incredible form, and I think they'll go well again this week. Who are you backing in the cup final? Haven't even had a look at it yet, to be honest with you, mate. Um, yeah, and the cup, the, the New South Wales Cup, obviously the, the Penny Panthers won that one. I think they'll be hard to beat on their day again. I didn't get to watch as much Q Cup as what I would have liked this year. So I'll, uh, I'll let you know later in the week once I have a good look at it. Uh, I'd just be talking out of my ass if I said something now. Papa Lee keeps indicating he wants to backflip. Is that even possible? Yeah, I think anything's possible in rugby league, mate. Um, <laughs> if, I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm the Tigers and he doesn't want to be there, do you want him there? It's, uh, you know, it's a tough one, but it's a decision that the Tigers have to make. Uh, yeah, I personally think it sounds like he won't be there, but uh, we'll leave that up to Isaiah Papa Lee. He'll let us know soon. 
Can't blame you for thinking the Panthers win. There's, they're a mean, deadly squad. No shock if we lose. Yeah, mate, and I really don't think it's any insight to Parramatta if you guys lose this game. You've done incredibly well to be here. I genuinely think this Penrith side is one of the best sides we've ever seen. Um, and I think if they win this grand final, they'll cement themselves as probably a top five or six team I've ever seen. They've only lost a handful of games over the last two years. They lost the grand final before that. Uh, all these guys are so young. They've got so much more footy in front of them. I love the way that in last year's great last year's final series, they had to do it in a different way. They had to defend their way to a premiership. Um, you, like they're a young squad, they love to attack. But last year, when their attack wasn't flowing, they won it off defense. This year, their attack is flowing a little bit more. They have started slow in games, uh, but I think you'll see the Penrith Panthers at their best on Sunday. So nothing against Parra if they do lose. They're just coming up against a champion team here. Uh, your Dally M second rowers of the year. Uh, Dally M second row is hard because it's based off points, so it can be a bit of a shit fight sometimes. But I think Sean Lane, he'd probably have to be up there, which means that either one of Isaiah Papali or Sean Lane probably has to be there for me. But there's a chance that they could both finish in the top five or six and sort of rule each other out of it. But I really hope one of them is there. I think they've both been tremendous this year. I'll have a deeper look into my Dally M team uh, over the next 24 hours or so. When Paps went down with injury, imagine the hammer as a loan to the Storm. Yeah, fuck, what a get that would have been. Would have been crazy. Um, but I don't think there's a world where the Cowboys would have possibly let him go. Uh, where do you see Cooper Johns going? I'm not sure. I've had a few questions about Cooper Johns. I haven't heard anything today uh, about where he's going or what he's doing. Um, yeah, my, my jury's still out a little bit on Cooper Johns. He obviously played uh, in the Q Cup the other week. I actually watched a little bit of it. Uh, it was a far from impressive performance, uh, but everyone has those games. But when he did play for the Melbourne Storm a couple of weeks ago, for the first time, uh, I saw what people have been talking about with Cooper. So, yeah, I, I don't know. My jury's a little bit out on Cooper still, but he has shown in first grade that he can play. Will Titans improve next season? Uh, I hope so, mate. I really do. Uh, I think that getting Kieran Foran is a big in. I think getting Sam Verrills is massive as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think they can possibly go worse. I tip them for bottom four this year. I don't think they'll be bottom four next year. I think they will jump out of there. I don't think they'll be a top eight side. I'm expecting sort of a 12, 11, 10, 9, somewhere around that sort of finish for the Gold Coast Titans. Hudson Young for Daly M second row. Yeah, he's another one I think could quite possibly get there. Started a little bit slow to start the season, though, so it'll just depend on who... Uh, accumulated more points, but Hudson, he would have got a lot more, a lot more man in the matches than a lot of other guys. Probably up there with Sean Lane. Uh, Dogs prediction for 2023. I think they improved, mate. Uh, I'm not convinced they're going to be a top eight side just yet, but I think that should definitely be their aim. And I think, I think they'll be like a nine, ten, eight, seven sort of team around that mark. Just depends with injuries and how it all goes. Uh, what have we got? G'day, Guru. Hope you're well, mate. Hey, Zach. Hope you're doing well, brother. Uh, you reckon if Lane has a good game in the grand final, you'll be a smoky to start in the Australian squad over Crichton, potentially? No, I probably think Angus will start, but I think that with a good performance in the grand final, I think Sean Lane will definitely be there in the squad. Um, and to be honest with you, even if he's quiet, I reckon he's a really good shot to get in there. He might have played himself in there last week. Kiwi's team is deadly. They'll win the World Cup. Don't mind it, Dills. It is a wild side. The, the spine is incredible. The forward pack is crazy especially their front row. Honestly, like I, I went through and made a team the other day for the New Zealand Kiwis and I was leaving out guys that would have been automatic picks for the last four or five years. So crazy. Most amount of buzz around a World Cup in recent memory, I reckon. Yeah, so much buzz around it. It's crazy. I wish it was in Australia, to be honest. It's going to be great. It's over there in England and whatnot, but I wish it was here. Fuck it, it'd be unreal. Um, thoughts on Nathan Brown selection? Yeah, I don't mind it. Got no issue with it. Uh, he's a goer and I, I, I think he's worth having in your team. But... 
I would have said that to you 10 weeks ago. Why it's taken this long, God knows. Who plays seven for Australia? I would be going with Nathan Cleary. I think it's a no-brainer. I think they're mad if they go in any other direction, personally. Um, gunned your head, one to 10. How good looking am I? You're a 10, Francis. Absolute fucking 10. Do you think Flanagan will last next year as halfback for the Bulldogs? I do, mate. I'm a big fan of Flano. I always have been. So, yeah, I think you'll do well there. Thoughts on Moses leading Trisis with 23, I believe. Yeah, it's a good knock. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, it's it's a great knock. He's been fantastic this year, mate. Um, you're leading it, so pretty well done. Would you say Tony Staggs might miss the 17 for Tonga with Talakai and Sully in the centres potentially? Uh, but I think they'll find a spot for Katoni in there somewhere. I just think he's got too much upside. I think you might find that Talakai wouldn't be surprised if he comes off the bench similar in, like he did in State of Origin. Um, in saying that, Moses Sully or Katoni, one of them might miss, but I think they'll find a way to fit them all in there. Uh, what have we got? Guru's your hair transport failed you. Why are you wearing a hat? Das, good to see you, mate. Still got more hats available on the website. Jeez, I've had a lot of messages throughout the uh, the old hair transplant. Copped an absolute pounding. Uh, shout out to you, Guru. Love your work. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. What do the Cowboys need to do for season 2023 to go to the next level? Anyone they should target signing-wise? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think they need to. They're losing Tom Gill, but that's about it. So Leilua, he'll shift to that left edge. Uh, and I think they can run with the same team they had next last year. I think a bit more of experience from this year will take them a long way. I really don't think the Cowboys need to sign anyone or make any changes, to be honest with you. Um, who would you give club CEO of the year to? I think you'd have to go with Brian Fletcher from the Penrith Panthers. Um, I'm sure that you could all put up great arguments for a lot of CEOs, but for them to win just about every fucking competition they entered into, for them to lose star players and replace them with other star players, uh, it's just been incredible. And to be in another grand final, I'd probably have to go with him, mate, and just all their juniors are flying at the moment. So probably Brian Fletcher from the Penrith Panthers, probably a uh, boring answer, but that's who I'd be going for. Easy win for Penrith. I don't think it'll be easy, mate, uh, but I think they are the better, t- better team. What's your tip for the granny guru, Patchy? Hope you're well, mate. Uh, I've got Penrith winning this one. If Power are going to win, how will they do it? Great question. I think that there's a number of teams this year that have shown a little blueprint of how to beat the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I think South Sydney, they showed the other night that if you can really dominate the middle and suffocate them and then kick early, that's the key to beating Penrith, kicking early. I don't know what it is. But when you kick early, you can sort of get them on the back foot. That's what Queensland did to this Penrith-heavy New South Wales side. It's what the Cronulla Sharks did about 10 weeks ago, but they got to the 50th minute and they just shit the bed and they went completely away from their game plan. Same as South Sydney did after Brian Toto scored their try. They're not unbeatable. They are very tough to beat. There's no doubt about it. But I think it comes down to the kicking game of Mitch Moses. He has to kick early and their forwards, they have to shape up through the middle. Um, all easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's something about kicking early with this team that they struggle with. That They've got the best guys coming out of their own end. But when you can get them uncomfortable and on the back foot and you can get them, you know, like Nathan Cleary was the other night, kick them from his own 40 and 30, that's when you can beat this side. But you've got to control their pack as well, which can be very tough. Um, what have we got? I'm going to scroll to the bottom, guys. We'll go for a couple of more minutes right to the bottom. So I'll answer the most recent questions. Hear me out. I've got Mosley Ota, first try scorer. <laughs> Jesus. I'm hearing you. 
uh, Cleary, a 20 to 30% hard banana grubber into the post at Leota, picking up the crumbs. Payday, absolute payday. Uh, yeah, Nathan Cleary's incredible at those kicks. He's so fucking impressive. I remember talking to him on the podcast about it last year. He actually did a lot of work with Joe, with Joey Johns uh, to work on those kicks when he was younger, and he's just improved them year on year, and they really are a weapon in that side there. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Did you watch a lot of New South Wales Cup this year? If so, who was the best player? I didn't watch enough of it to make that comment. I watched certain teams, mate, but I didn't watch enough of every single team to make a comment on it, so I won't talk out of my ass and pretend like I did. Could a forward win the Clive Churchill? Yes, definitely. We've seen a number of forwards win Clive Churchills over the years. Uh, your Willie Masons, your Craig Fitzgibbons, um, your Glenn Stewart's, your Brent Kites. A heap of guys have won it in the past. If I was going to pick a forward to get Clive here, I'd probably be looking at James Fisher-Harris, Isaiah Papali'i, or Isaiah Yo. I got on Yo, and I think he was at $17 mid-season. Didn't have too much money on him, uh, but I don't mind him for a Clive Churchill. But I think it'll be very hard if Penrith win... If it's close, Nathan Cleary's kicking game will be super important. If they blow him out, Cleary will probably have a couple of try assists and he'll probably get it done. If Power win, does that make Dill Brown better than Jerome Lewis as a player? Uh, I don't know. They, they're both very different. Um, I don't know. It's probably a fair argument. What I would say, though, is that Jerome's obviously been playing great for three years. He's gone to three grand finals in a row. Uh, Dill, he's had a great season this year. I thought he had a great season last year as well, but you all fucking absolutely pulverized him. Uh, but I just think Jerome Law has been a little bit more consistent for a little bit longer, but he is a little bit older as well. So I wouldn't say he's a better player just yet. If I had to pick one of them to be my 5'8", I would go Dylan Brown, though. Uh, when Cody Walker retires, do you think Dean Hawkins could get another shot at first grade? I hope so, mate. Uh, I like Dean Hawkins. Good kid from a good family. He's a Matraville Tiger over there. Uh, my brother's played a little bit with his younger brother. They're good people, the Hawkins. So hopefully, mate, I do hope so. Uh, but rugby league, it can be a very fickle game. When Cody Walker does leave, I think Damian Cook will leave at the same time. So they'll have money to spend. Will they be willing to pair up Ilias and Hawkins and have two young guys there? I don't know. I think they might go into the market to try and find a star 5'8". And if you're South Sydney, I don't think it would be too hard. Night Coop, thanks for your uh, support, mate. Dylan Edwards for Clive Churchill. Another smoky mate. Uh, he'll run for his 250 metres, get through a heap of work uh, and impress a lot. But I just think guys like Appy and Cleary, I think that one of them will come up with enough attacking stats or the kicking game of Cleary will probably be enough to outdo Dylan Edwards. But I'm confident he'll be in the top five best players on the field. So not a bad punt there. Tonga to make the Rugby League World Cup final. Like that shout, mate. Like it a lot. Uh, Madge linked to Raiders as assistant coach. Thoughts on this, Gary? Yeah, as I said before, um, if I was playing for the Raiders and I knew that Madge and Ricky Stewart were waiting for me after the game, I'd put in a good performance because you would get absolutely murdered by those two. Do Cowboys make next year's grand final? Uh, let's get through this year's grand final first, mate, but I think they will be up there. No doubt about that. What's next for Hamiso? Unlikely he cracks starting spot next year. Yeah, he's in a tough spot, Hamiso, but, um, you know, you could come out round one and there could be an injury and he could all of a sudden be in that side uh, for the entire season. So I think Hamiso should be a little bit patient. I think he's had a successful team. Opportunities will come. It was just bizarre that over the last 10 weeks there wasn't an injury to drink. He felt Val, Hiku, all these guys. His opportunity will come. Um, and... You know, same thing happened with Scott Drinkwater. His opportunity eventually came. He was patient and it paid dividends. I think that you'll find uh, Hamiso will be similar.
Thoughts on the Panthers trainer situation? I don't know. It seems like a bit of a beat-up to me. I, I don't really understand what's happened here. Um, it's a bit of a he said, she said, so I'm not really interested in getting stuck into it, to be honest with you. Uh, what team are you backing for the Curry knockout? Uh, I will hopefully get to watch a little bit of it if I can, but uh, mate, I, I don't really know enough about it to pick teams. I don't know who's playing for who or anything like that, uh, but I am always keen just to keep an eye on it. I think it's some of the most entertaining rugby league you can watch. So the Curry Knockout is, of course, on this weekend, uh, so make sure you tune in there. I think it starts Friday, finishes Sunday, so uh, in and around Grand Final, plenty, plenty to watch there from the Knockout. Uh, will this grand final go to overtime? I hope so, mate. That'd be unreal. I was at the 2015 grand final that went to extra time. Uh, it was like nothing I've ever experienced before and probably like nothing I'll ever experience again. So if the Battle of the West went to Golden Point, fuck, that would be scary. It would be wild. Uh, Lane a smoky for Clive Churchill. I think he is, mate. I put out a post earlier. Got a lot of Sean Lane love on it. Uh, I definitely think he is a smoky and he's definitely one to consider. So I like that shout there. Happy birthday for Thursday, Guru. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. The big 3-0 coming up on Thursday. Pretty wild. Anyway, guys, I am going to hit the road. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, this will be available tomorrow morning on the Rugby League Guru podcast if you missed the start of it or whatever. You want to catch up. Also, hats at rugbyleagueguru.com.au. Still available there if you want to go on and grab one of those. Free shipping, $29.95. As Cooper said before, very good quality hats. Very comfortable. Uh, embroidered on the front there. Quite nice. So if you like one of those, rugbyleagueguru.com.au. Thank you, guys. Plenty more content coming on the podcast this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.